America. We are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. If you're looking for love, well, you've come to the wrong place. Because Kirsten and Scally, well, they don't know a thing. And the men that they cast on this show are truly a disgrace. So we don't care about the love that might be there. Yeah, we just want to see the drama. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our Love Island recap. I am your host, Kirsten McKinnis, joined as always by my wonderful co-host, Brian Scally. Scally, how's it going? I am good. Excited to be back here. We got two more episodes of Love Island to talk about. I actually, when I was catching up, had like the five minutes to go back to and then was watching it again and stopped paying attention and was like, is tonight a two hour episode? And I was like, no, I completely played myself. Don't know how that happened. But yeah, back on a normal schedule and in here. Okay, So that's really funny because I wasn't behind. But at the end of the episode, when the two new women walked in, I legit was like, wait, is this another two hour episode? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Because you never know. <laughs> Did we tell our guest what's happening? <laughs> right. Yeah. I was like, mm, this isn't going to go great. But <laughs> thankfully, it was just a normal episode, normal one hour. And we do have another great guest to break down these two episodes. We have Jacob Jones. Jacob, how's it going? It is going fantastic. And I'm super excited to talk about one of my favorite summer shows. Um, and I typically haven't been into love shows or dating shows in ever. And so besides I love New York and flavor of love in the back then reality, but I'm not a bachelor or, Oh, exactly. I'm not a bachelor <laughs> or like a bachelor in paradise or like, a are you the one I kind of watch? Are you the one more, but love I, Island is literally my thing right now. So I'm super excited to talk to you both about it. Yeah, we're both really excited to have you here. And I think uh, now that you've brought up like I love New York, I think you and Scally are contractually best friends now. And I probably should just oh, go. Wait. <laughs> oh, my. I quote. I, I quote the queen Tiffany Pollard almost every day. Like it's. Oh. it's I have like a running list of my like favorite reality TV content. Like she's solidly on the list. Like throw Nikki Graham on there too. Like the absolute top, never being touched. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love it. When you showed me the David's Dead clip. <laughs> I One of the best moments in reality TV ever. If anyone has not seen that, just go YouTube David's dead. Uh, you're not going to have the context here, but I promise you it'll be a great watch. Yeah. Oh like I, I thought I had a good life and then I saw David's dead. And I was like, I haven't lived before. This. <laughs> um, oh my goodness. I love it. Okay. Perfect. So, okay. Before we get into these two episodes of love Island, we have to bring up the fact that they just, 
completely erased Noah from the show. <laughs> He's been removed from the show. He's off the CBS cast page. Um, they only addressed it in the show just by being like, oh, yeah, and uh, Noah left last night. No context. Uh, the official statement is saying that he had lied on his application, and so he, like, broke his contract. Uh, it's like a whole mess. Um, and the one main thing is, like, so we had briefly alluded to rumors about Noah on the last podcast, but I just really didn't think it was relevant, so we didn't really delve into what they are, but essentially, like, Noah has worked in pornography before, has done sex work, and uh, that came out when he was on the show, and people are speculating that that is what he had lied about to be taken off of the show, and if that's the case, I'm furious, first of all, uh, because I don't think that having done sex work in the past should preclude someone from being on a reality TV show. Uh, the, I assume that there, like, it just is a, a really bad double standard considering, like, the work that lots of other people do that end up on these shows and that come from these shows. Uh, and I just, I, I couldn't be more disappointed if that is the case. Again, we don't have 100% confirmation on if that is why, but I'm personally like really, really disappointed in that. Um, Scally, I know we were talking about this and I feel like you, you certainly can add on to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have thoughts. <laughs> um, that's exactly the thing is that it wasn't going to be brought up where he's on the show and it's been talked a lot about online and it was like, cool, go get your money. I don't care. Uh, but then like as soon as I find out that CBS has removed from someone from the show to the point of even removing their face from the cast photo page and really like hiding behind. Oh, well, they lied to us. It's like, yeah, but would you have let this person on had you known like that is an excuse. Uh, that is why you are legally allowed to have removed him from the show. That's not the reason that you removed him from the show. Yeah. So especially when like, let's uh, I, again, wasn't going to talk about it until they go ahead and remove him from the show. When Noah, it comes out that Noah has um, done work on a gay pornography site, like, Cool. Noah, we've been like, and whether Noah, however, defines his sexuality, cool. But like it, the optics of removing someone for having done sex work, period, and then gay sex work on a show which has been criticized for being so heteronormative, it looks really, really bad. Like, where is the line? I want to know. CBS does not remove people where, okay. People have sex on the live feeds on Big Brother all the time. That's not a problem. People are, had do, you know, despicable things and showing prejudice nonstop and they don't get removed. So I am very disappointed, confused, angry, like all of the above. And by them keeping it vague, I don't know if that's for his benefit or likely their own. Like, I'm frustrated. Yeah, and the thing is, is they can say all they want. Oh, Noah lied on his application, and that's a breach of contract, whatever. Well, then I'd like to see them put a clause in their contracts for uh, if someone shows any, like, sort of microaggression, they can be removed yeah. from a show. If so, mm-hmm. like, like the, the there are people on CBS Reality right now being straight up hateful, and they mm-hmm. get to continue playing, and people are praising them for their good gameplay. 
Uh, whereas mm-hmm. Noah does something outside of the show and is suddenly removed. And, you know, I don't think there's an anti-sex work clause because there are people on this cast who have OnlyFans pages. And again, yeah. that's not to say there's anything wrong with having an OnlyFans page or participating in sex work. Sex work is real work. Sex work is valid. And there is absolutely no reason why that should be something that is taking someone off of the show. I know that there had also, there had been some rumors that there was some sort of like harassment situation, but if that was the case, they would have shown something to make themselves look better. They wouldn't be trying to hide it like this. And it's just really, really disappointing. And honestly, I'm furious. And that's the thing um, that irritates me is the hiding it because I felt like, watching love island and watching how love island production and people behind the scenes interact with their fans on twitter i didn't think that this was going to be like the lay of the land of how they were going to go about the situation um i mean and like what what you both said it's kind of like putting they're putting shame on the industry um that noah did and it's like it's like why you know we have um convicted i'm not saying moral compass more one is higher than the other but we have like you know people like convicted felons on cbs reality shows right now people who have the past on these shows and this one was the pushing you know the one that pushed it too far in their minds where they had to like kick them out and so it's very it's very annoying yep yeah and yeah. again uh he didn't do anything illegal either so it's not like yeah, it's exactly. like a criminal record thing so uh very very frustrating and disappointing but had to be addressed before kind of going into everything else because i know i was watching on sunday and i was like Literally, where is this man? They fully edited him out of everything before they even said he was gone also. Yeah. I mean, we also did just like to point out what I thought right away was we had a challenge in the second episode that we're going to be talking about that was (laughs) like, you know, playing on the sex industry in stripping. Absolutely. So like the show is like, Ooh, we want to talk about it and like make it all about that. And like, that's what sells. And then, Oh no, actually cut the line. You're gone. So it's really frustrating. Well, yeah. And that's the thing too, that makes it really seem like the problem is not necessarily that he was participating in sex work, but maybe that it was, gay sex work which that's is what like, i was thinking yeah like that it makes it even worse especially considering mm-hmm. how this show um tries specifically to cast bisexual women in order to fetishize um like two On women that. being together whereas yeah. in the situation where there is again we don't know how noah identifies sexually we have no idea but if he were bisexual and there were another man in there that was bisexual would the show even allow that is what i'm getting from this it's like it really really brings up some big questions about what love island is what love island production is and i think that they need to make some major major changes if that is the reason why he's been taken out, which we, we don't have any reason to believe it's anything else. We just mm-hmm, don't yeah. have like firm 100%. And, well, but that's why I'm not like coming hard at like I'd be coming harder if this was like super confirmed and mm-hmm. like they, cause this has happened like way back on reality TV. People like were removed for something like this. I can remember like a specific time with like American Idol or stuff. So it is, 
frustrating because I thought we had really like moved past that, but it's like a sobering reminder that like, nope, it didn't happen. Uh, if there were two bisexual men in the villa, like who knows? I don't think that they're going to, again, maybe I'm naive, but I don't think they're going to be like, no, that's not allowed, but they're not casting two bisexual men. <laughs> and that is probably also a reason. Exactly. So frustrating. Exactly. Yeah. Just really leaves a bad taste in your mouth for sure. Um, which sucks because the show has been like the fun escape from like the shitty stuff happening on CBS reality this summer. And it's like, nope, mm-hmm. it's here too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, do y'all think that Noah, cause I know a lot of the other, um, people that have gotten kicked off or left the quote unquote island have like done press and like done interviews. Yeah. I think, well, obviously no, I don't think Noah's going to do that. We haven't seen they're one not already. Gonna be, they're not going to be setting him up with any interviews yeah. that's for sure. Well, but, I, sorry, go ahead. And I was going to say, they probably also have in their contracts, like if they don't want you doing press, like there is probably a clause in there. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what he is still beholden to, but I feel like it inevitably stuff's coming out on like his Instagram, someone else's, you know, it'll be out there. Yeah, I would say that some information will definitely come out probably on like an Instagram live type situation. Um, but the contracts that people sign, like for him to do press specifically related to Love Island, it would have to be okayed by a publicist at CBS. And I don't think that they'll be approving any interview requests with him. And I'm assuming since he has been removed from the show, he would probably be extra sensitive about anything that would possibly break his contract because they could come after him like financially. Um, if yeah. that were the case, um, or alternatively, he might be like, well, what? I've already broke my contract. I'll just break it more. Uh, <laughs> like that's also possible, but I feel like any media outlets that have a relationship with CBS and Love Island aren't going to want to interview him if it's not approved anyways, uh, because mm-hmm. they're going to want to be able to continue getting interviews from mm-hmm. CBS moving forward. So I think it'll be like a, an Instagram live type situation. <laughs> Um, okay, so we started on Sunday with the Selly Johnny drama. We've been in it, we've been living in it, and it's a lot of Selly asking, like, how can I trust you? You're asking me like to trust you and you're like saying you don't trust me whereas I've done nothing and you've done all of this like I feel manipulated what's going on um there's a great moment where Sally's like can I finish talking and Johnny's like I loved it I'm gonna interrupt you and talk about you now (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's frustrating because you have Johnny who is like where she's like, Hey, I have some problems. And he's like, the world is ending. Everything's over. I understand. (laughs) It's like, no, like you are not letting her actually buy. You are like, you know, saying by doing that by exaggerating you're saying that like oh these could be the problems and what you're saying isn't that serious and like i know it's in a sarcastic way but that's basically the effect because then she has to go on the defensive of that's not what i'm saying rather than actually still explaining her point yeah and this this whole situation um have did y'all ever see the tiktok um of allegedly johnny's ex-girlfriend and she came out mm-hmm. and spoke out about him and um For those who haven't seen it, basically Johnny's ex-girlfriend was basically saying how 
he used to cheat on her and then was controlling was controlling in their relationship and oftentimes made her feel bad for kind of doing anything and kind of the whole shebang of what we're getting here. And I I love when Shelly at times clocked John in their conversation. I was like, yes, get him digging his ass. <laughs> um, and I wanted to continue. But and when and when she chose him, I was like, uh, even though I think that was her only option, I don't, I never saw her being with Benny. Um, but I was I was I, it's a it's a thing in the black community, right, where people say, oh, black men don't cheat. Johnny has given us a bad name <laughs> in that aspect, and so I need to talk to him when he when he leaves. <laughs> Jacob said, "I just want to talk." <laughs> uh, I just want to talk. Said, Get, I need Johnny's number. I just want to talk. Um, yeah, the other thing too that Johnny did that is like just so classic to like something I've experienced as like a woman who dates men is a lot of the times it seems like okay, a man is actually taking accountability, but then they'll be like, "I'm the root of the problem. I'm the worst human alive. I'll just never talk again. I'll just never go out again. It's fine. Like I'm the worst." It's like that level of exaggeration is what I was mm-hmm. really getting from him, and especially too when Sally's like, "I'm exhausted." He's like, "I'm exhausted too." <laughs> uh, yeah. And then she said, well, can I just be exhausted, please? Or something like that. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Like she yeah, got and that's him. The thing. It's like it, he did the thing to cause the exhaustion. You're not allowed mm-hmm. to be exhausted right now, buddy. <laughs> well, he's exhausted because he didn't get much sleep in Casa Amor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Johnny's trash. I'm period. I'm saying it. Johnny's trash. And, he, and he's pissing me off. Yeah, Johnny's They're, officially canceled, and it sucks. They really lot of uh, peeped some Instagram comments and stuff from Trey calling Johnny fake, and everyone knows it, and all this stuff. Oh. So I'm curious to hear more and more of the other guys' opinions on Johnny as they get out of the villa. I am too. Trey's trash too. <laughs> I was gonna say Trey's also canceled, but like Trey's canceled as well. I, I said it. <laughs> Only recently before we got on. It sucks when a good point is made by a bad source. But (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that also reminded me. We forgot to bring up last time. So uh, in Casa Amor, Cher came in and wanted to get Caleb and get between Justine and Caleb. And she was just yet another example of you come for the queen. You had better not miss anyone who tries to come between Justine and Caleb goes home. And she's seen it time and time again. And she saw the steam that Jayla was picking up as she was heading into Casa Amor. So she should have known to back the hell up. But sis didn't know. <laughs> she did not know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically everyone talks about the Sally Johnny stuff for a while. And the one well, one. I hate where Sally is like talking and then Johnny is like, we can talk when you're ready to talk. And it's like, (laughs) what are you doing now? Like, she is ready to talk. You're walking away so that she can't keep making her points. That's what you're doing. Yeah, it really seemed like she's about to break up with him fully. And he's like, okay, bye. Gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) You can't do it if I'm not here. Maybe his intuition, his intuition spot on. He he knows what he's doing. He knows this isn't his first rodeo. I oftentimes forget that he's 22. When I look at Johnny, I see like, 
I'm not saying in the way he acts, but just how like how he looks. I'm just assuming he's like, you know, late 20s or so like that. But he's 22. He's younger than I am. Yeah, which is ridiculous. We'll always look at reality TV and be like, these people are all older than me and more mature. Mm -hmm. And they some of them may be more mature. But (laughs) yeah, it's always sobering to like hear that Johnny is 22. Don't worry, Sally. They're all older than you because you are a zygote. We go. See, what's a zygote? What, what's a zygote? It's like before an embryo. <laughs> <laughs> it's on I thought you were calling him an early man. I was say, who are No, Scally's thing is he's decided to never age, which I, oh, I love am it. fully also taking on as part of my personality because I I can't really? I can't be aging. Ooh. Jokes on all these people, they're still aging. <laughs> they don't know you could just decide not to. <laughs> oh um, okay, but so in the guy talk about this Johnny Selly stuff, Carrington is like, I don't understand. It's on the show. Why would you have lied about something that you already admitted to her when it's on the show? Like, I don't understand. And it's like, Carrington thinks that he came fully clean about the situation because it doesn't make sense not to come fully clean about this. Well, that's what Johnny was saying in the villa. He was like, don't worry, no one needs to tell her because I'm going to tell her first. And it's like, but are you? Or is that so no one actually tells her? Well, he had to find some way to work with the six witnesses. (laughs) (laughs) But he didn't work with the girls. And I'm assuming that when Lauren um, was, I mean, they had that challenge where it first came out where Cher was in the building. Um, And I'm assuming Mercedes, who um, had a chunk of a lot of people. Now, honestly, I was kind of like, go, Mercedes, do what you have to do. Um, TB, I know a lot of people weren't feeling her, but I was. Um, I loved Man. it every minute of it. But um, I thought that Cher, or what's her name? Not Lauren. Her name is Lauren, right? Laurel. Like, country. Laurel. Oh, Laurel. Laurel. <laughs> so I thought that Laurel or Cher would like come to um, Shelly and be like, hey, this is what happened. Because they had like the more of the, the, the woman side of it through Mercedes. So I thought that they would kind of be, you know, come to aid, but I guess not. Yeah, that was why I was hoping Harrington would pick Mercedes because it was like, all right, because you know Mercedes is going to tell Sally. Oh, um, yes. But, she probably would have told her more than what happened. <laughs> 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 like, Mercedes would come in and be like, yeah, we actually all had an orgy at Casa Moore, and uh, every single one said they like me better than the woman they're already with. <laughs> and Johnny lasted for 60 minutes, 60, 60 seconds, and ha- what, ha- what time has he lasted with you, Sally? Oh, you haven't done that? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to spoil it for you, girl. At least something like that. Yeah, 100%. I'd be like, oh, don't you love this, like, birthmark? And then it's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And it's like, oh, you haven't seen it? Oh, I've seen it. <laughs> oh, my. I'm imagining it now. We really missed out with Mercedes coming in. We really missed out. Yeah, like, I don't think any of us were, like, Standing her, but she definitely brought drama, unlike Laurel. Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't have been rooting for her to win the series, but I was rooting for her to make it more than a couple episodes. (laughs) I was was waiting for her to ruin Sally and Johnny TBH. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, Johnny did that for themselves. She still kind (laughs) of left an impression, so hey. (laughs) Her impact. Um, okay, so in the middle of all of the Johnny Sully stuff, we get Connor breaking up with Moira. 
Which pissed this conversation actually made me so pissed off. I, I okay, TBH. I am a Connor. I was a Connor super fan. Super I was. fan. I no, I was. I was. Listen, I know, I know, I know. I know we could have super fans. Listen, I know what y'all think. I just I, I oftentimes saw Connor as a bird that just got swatted, that just hit a glass window and was on the ground. And they just needed someone to bring them back to life. And I thought I was like, dang, he really just needs someone. And so this conversation made me so upset and I wanted more of a reaction from my Mora. How do you pronounce her name? Mora? Myra? Moira. 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 You got me confused and I was like, I'm definitely going to get this wrong. I was like, Moira? Moira. Moira. It's not an easy name to say. It's really not, but I thought I had it down before tonight, but I, I legit wanted more. I legit wanted her to have a cup of water and dash him in his face because at a sense, he was saying that I wanted a second shot with McKenzie, but I chose you. And if I was Moira, I would be like, first of all, you play with me. You play too much. And like she should have read him his rights, but she didn't do that. And I was so pissed off at Connor. I was like, Connor, you've been acting like a child your entire stint in this villa. I've oftentimes had your back because I felt bad for you. But at this point, I don't feel bad for you. I feel like you get what is coming to you, even though you left happy because you got to FaceTime your boo. Um, but <laughs> I was so pissed off because I'm not a Moira fan. But I was like, yo, you see this girl is being you know, hit and miss, hit and miss, hit and miss with all these dudes. And then you knew your intentions in going to her. You probably thought, okay, there's could be something. You should have just chose, um, Mar- not Mercedes, McKenzie. And I'm going on a tangent because I think the only reason he didn't cho- choose McKenzie at that moment was because of the pressure that the people inside of the villa put on him. Mm-hmm. And even though I think parts of the pressure were valid, I think Connor is a grown ass man, ha- has a grown ass job, can make grown ass decisions, but he just, cowardly did like a child and i'm forever pissed off see <sighs> i was gonna say from moira's perspective <laughs> moira she's now you're showing one. off <laughs> 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 i'm saying she's the only one that should be thrilled like if connor's like hey uh i picked you but i'm not actually sure this is gonna go anywhere if i'm moira i'm saying thank you for keeping me in this villa one more round because <laughs> true <laughs> that's how that's all i needed otherwise i'm going home from my perspective i'm Furious he didn't save Mackenzie. Obviously, oh, like, yeah. we didn't care about Moira, and we had to lose Mackenzie for this whim so you could look cool in front of the guys for one minute. Ugh. Like, so that is what is annoying. But from Moira's perspective, hey, you get to be in the villa. No complaining. I really thought you were about to say we lost Mackenzie for this wimp. And I was like, <laughs> since when is that what we're calling Moira? <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, Scally really went for it. oh my yeah but i just thought honestly connor breaking up with moira is the most honest we've seen him be to a woman this whole time he (laughs) knew he knew what he wanted to say and he said it uh which is so refreshing compared to the connor who you know tells someone one thing and then tells the confessional or everybody else something else so i feel like this was the only moment i could actually respect him because he has been quite spineless 
<laughs> really he and i um going back a couple of episodes when he walked down when mckenzie didn't choose him it was one of the saddest moments but i really wanted him to toss that bear in that fire or <gasps> toss it over the rooftop i oh, no. just to make Her the moment even more chaotic bear? i did i really wanted him to chunk it in the fire i just for a symbolic you know but hey i didn't get it it, it, it didn't happen so uh it's happened on a different dating show, so maybe you should be watching more of these. Oh, I, need to, I need to find it. Um, so, after this, uh, we do get um, a Justine Selly moment, which I don't think was that notable, but it was a Justine Selly moment, so I'd like to bring it up. Yeah, um, got Where Justine is just like, I know that you're not ready to move on, so you have to decide, like, how to move forward, which I think is good advice, but it's also just so frustrating because I feel like the previous episode, it seemed like they were going to break up. And now it's yeah. like, mm, no, I know you're not ready to break up. Yeah, I mean, even. Go you can go, Scally. Oh, so even in the advice that when Justine was like, hey, what advice would you give me? And then so he was like, I would say, like, it's not worth it. And so, like, you literally said what you would do, what you would tell your best friend in the villa. So why aren't you taking it? So it was, mm-hmm. I do understand that. Yeah, Sally pushes back a little bit and is kind of like, am I? Like, am I not ready? But I, it didn't seem so serious. So that was unfortunate. Oh, crap. At least we got to see Justine and Sally together. I love so. them. We also get a Laurel and Moira conversation where it comes out that Laurel is like, attracted to Calvin out of nowhere (laughs) and Moira starts really pushing for it and I think that Moira is a mastermind who's directing the whole season (laughs) I heard she was a producer that's what I heard she's pushing people she's pushing people's (laughs) storylines it's Moira Franzel she's made her way onto the show (laughs) she said oh my god you and Calvin would be so cute you should definitely go for it (laughs) see i think she's like if i can't have a serious relationship and a shot at the money then i'm gonna sabotage as many others no literally like literally though i think that that's what she's doing and i feel like in particular and i don't know why i think moira has it out for kirsten oh i can oh i can totally see that i can see that like there have been a lot of situations where it's like Oh, Kirsten didn't connect with like whoever from Casa more because Moira went for them. And then mm-hmm. Moira's like pushing all these relationships. And then like even in the next episode, all of a sudden Moira is really into Bennett. And it's like weird how much it's towards Kirsten. Yeah. Really? Fair enough. I yeah, she yeah. did like she did go for Aaron and then was like Oh, uh, actually, I never liked him. <laughs> so, right? yeah, I, I, I struggle to understand Moira, to be honest. I, I oftentimes do as well. Oftentimes <laughs> do as well. She 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 is one of my I loved when um, she came in crying. Um, this is a couple of episodes back as well. But she came in crying when Shelly was crying. Yep. Um, and that was one of my favorite Moira. Moira moments um, <laughs> of the season because it was just like okay I see someone cry well let me just join in let me pile on to this no. so it was funny but yeah like literally she just wants attention like even after the like stripper challenge at the end of the next 
episode. Not the stripper challenge. (laughs) The stripper pole challenge, whatever. Anyways, when Sally is like lying on the ground after Johnny's performance has her like all out of breath, Moira just goes and just awkwardly lays down next to Sally while Sally's having this moment. Like Moira wants camera time and she knows how to get it. She She hasn't been called professional often. That's probably what she's picking up. She awkwardly laid on the ground like Bennett was there waiting for a conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my. (laughs) Too good. Oh my God. Um, Okay. So the next morning, Sally is like crying in bed and Johnny's like, hi, I'll come talk to you when you're ready. Like just literally put like, let her be sad. Yeah. Like why? And I love the narrator's point on this. And um, he said, um, Sally's in bed with her sunglasses on and blanket halfway covering her face. And Johnny thinks this is the opportune time to go talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> he really does. I think, honestly, I think he saw her like that and was like, I just want to make an attempt. So, you know, I'm at least like making an attempt, even though I know you don't want to talk. I just want you to think that I want to further the communication, if that makes sense. In a sick person's, in an immature person's mind. <laughs> but I can kind of see that being his MO of like, I know she doesn't want to talk. But I am just going to make because I sometimes do that in a very petty way, which I don't like about myself. But if I know someone, (laughs) if I know me and this person have bad blood, I'll sometimes like go to that person, even if I know they don't want to talk just so they can see me making the attempt too. so it is perceived as looking better. And so I feel like Johnny's just with the F boy stuff. And I feel like we, we aren't getting let down with it. Yeah, well, see, at least he's accurately reading that she doesn't want to talk this time <laughs> as opposed to last. You, can you imagine yeah. if he chose this moment to go up and be like, let's have a deep conversation about this right now. Like, now is the time. And she's oh like, oh, I don't want to right now. And he's like, no, we have to. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you're ready to talk. Yeah, I'll, no, no, I'll tell you when right you're now. ready. Yeah. Johnny hasn't been put in his place um, as often as he should in life and in this villa. I feel like that's often the case with very attractive people. Yeah. Probably just get away bases on, you know, attraction. And I feel like Johnny is used to I feel like he he does this with. Well, I don't know. So I I feel as though he does this with women often. And he just kind of like he's like the good looking chap. That's such an English term, good-looking chap. Why did I just bring that out of my ass? Yeah, he just threw an accent for that one, too. I know, right? (laughs) He's just a good-looking chap. And so uh, I feel like he oftentimes does this, but he's getting old and played out. Yeah, no, the way that he is communicating makes it very clear to me that this is not the first time he -hmm. has reacted this way in this type of argument. Mm-hmm. Again, he is a player, but it's not deserved. Like it doesn't know. Like that's <laughs> yeah. Exactly. This is exactly the situation he's found himself in before, where he's like, "No, no, I don't deserve this." <laughs> like it's exactly. I've seen it play out before my eyes. Yeah. It's honestly, you couldn't write it better than this. Like the fact that he had it in his bio. People think I'm a player, but I'm not. <laughs> yes. Oh, you're proving us wrong, buddy. <laughs> keep it going keep it we think you're the best guy ever johnny yes we do yes we do <laughs> oh no 
Um, so in the middle of all this, we also get uh, Calvin and Laurel do talk. Um, and as uh, Calvin steals Laurel away, I know Sally is immediately like talking about the tweet from the challenge that had said that Calvin and Laurel had chemistry. And the basically the conversation was like, oh, Carrington... They like that tweet said that Carrington's not deep, and I want to be able to have like deep conversations. You seem genuine. I, it was really weird, but then it was actually kind of cute at the end. Um, because Calvin's like, Well, what do you want in a relationship? Like, what do you value? And Laurel's like, Loyalty and communication. And Calvin's like, I value kindness. And Laurel's like, Oh, I'm kind. And Calvin was like, I don't know, Laurel, you seem pretty mean. And I think that was the first flirty behavior like genuine flirtation we have seen from calvin cute? i thought it was kind of cute <laughs> <laughs> whatever you felt bad for connor i did get out of here <laughs> I was gonna say this is the first time kirsten's giving calvin any credit so i'm not going to like he's deserved <sighs> a little before so if it's coming now fine i don't care if it's misattributed <laughs> i thought that was like an Actual cute moment. Um, I still it's don't fine. think that he's like actually genuine. I think that he's just scrambling to stay in the show as long as possible. Yeah. Uh, which is fine. That's like, the goal any of, of the show. Would. Like, yeah, any of us would do that. Um, but I just think he's fake, like really fake. I think the part that um induces my diarrhea and vomit simultaneously. <laughs> um <laughs> And do not ask me how you shit and throw up at the same time. Um, I but I think I, I don't want to know. <laughs> but I think the part that I just like, I know, like, even when I feel like Laurel was trying to downplay, like, oh, yeah, um, Brand, not Brandon, um, Carrington is in, he kind of looks like a Brandon, to be honest. Brandon. Carrington, he kind he, he kind of looks like a Brandon. He kind of does. Um, but um, Carrington isn't like deep. I'm like, you've been with this man since you got in the villa and since America, like, has put that in your mind. Now you want to be like, OK. And I feel like we when we we've only we only see like a five minutes of each person's like personality, like through the hour show. And so like that tweet, even though I feel like a lot, they have like some dollar points in that. I feel like you're coupled up with this guy. You're getting to know this guy. You're around this guy 24 seven for as many days as you have been. I know it's been short, but like, I just, I was just very turned off at the fact of how like quickly she was like, well, Karen, Carrington isn't deep at all. And so I'm kind of like, huh, Calvin seems, that was a horrible rendition of her accent, <laughs> but I'm from <laughs> Texas. So I tried. Uh, and so it was just like, I just got very turned off at, at that. And so that's what brought the repulsiveness. Yeah. I, I don't think that she's coming from like a good place to have the conversation in the first place. I just thought that the way Calvin was speaking to her in that moment actually did seem like the first actual flirty moment we've had from him. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it does seem like we've talked about it a bit that the show is portraying Carrington in one very specific way, but like yeah. he's friends with all of the guys. Like there has to be mm -hmm. something else going on that we're just not seeing. Yeah, and I, he takes the protector role. I feel like because even when Mackenzie and um, Connor was having that conversation, and then Carrington went to Caleb and was like, "Hey, should I go over there and do it?" And then he did it anyways, and then came back and did it. And so I was like, I kind of like that Carrington. 
Yeah, I like Carrington too. There's a few things like outside of the villa where I've liked him, but also like in he's, you know, he plays the role that they want, Mm -hmm. but I am enjoying him for that. So I can't blame him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a problem with him. He's just like thirsty. Well, I mean, when Laurel and Carrington were in Casa Amor, I remember him asking specifically because that was right after Kirsten was talking about how her love language was like words of affirmation. And I think his was physical touch. And he was like, what's your love language? What's your love language? What's your love language? I think Laurel and him were both physical touch. And so maybe now she's like, okay, but I want other things too, please. So (laughs) I don't know. I want more. Yeah. Like Calvin, like, oh, he's like, I'm nice. And she's like, oh, look at that. <laughs> but yeah, I don't it, don't think that's going anywhere. But I was excited to see at least like some possibility of shakeups this late in the game, because usually they're still on the table now. Yeah. Well, yeah. And honestly, to get Laurel on our screen at all is a surprise on this. TBH. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like she normally gets 30 seconds of airtime mm-hmm. max. Mm -hmm. Um, so we get Moira immediately jumps to Bennett, uh, as soon as Connor breaks up with her. Uh, (laughs) and then I just like, she's like, I want to get to know you. And he like, literally, like I wrote in the notes is Moira trying to sabotage Kirsten at every turn. (laughs) And Bennett is like, Oh, I'm open to getting to know both of you. Cause like Bennett is just happy to be there. He will get to know anyone he has to get to know to stay in the show. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can I can kind of see where you're coming from now with the pattern that Miss Moira um, has in her um, kind of like in just the slight thing that she do that we can see like, huh, are you trying to take a big guy Kirsten? But uh, I just took it as, hey, you trying to find somebody. So why not just shoot your shot with homeboy over there? And so, yeah. <laughs> And that's funny because, I mean, I guess Moira's going for who she's more genuinely interested, but like, Benny's right there, Moira. Like, no one's talking to Benny. Like, he's wide open, but still going to Bennett. No one's talking to homeboy Benny. I know. I felt so bad for him. Yeah. I mean, when you're going to, like, shoot your shot with Selly, who is portrayed as, like, the most locked up, if only second to Justine, like, yeah. what do you expect at a certain point? Like, it's a good way to get on the show because they want people to like really go in there to mix it up, but not necessarily going to be the safest route. He probably thought it was going to be like pretty good when he saw all the drama happening. And he was like, like we all thought like, Hey, they may be headed to like breaking up, but my guy didn't lay it on thick enough. (laughs) It was not to be. And it was sad uh, because yeah, I was really sad to see him go. Like I feel like we didn't get to actually know him, and I would have liked to. Um, but so the girls get a text that they are going to a girls-only brunch at the Neon Museum, which I wouldn't have thought of a Neon Museum as a place to have brunch. But I thought this looked really cool. Oh, it did. It looked super dope. Is this the place that they went on the Amazing Race? I don't remember because I feel like that's pretty far outside of Las Vegas. But also. I would have been so jealous. I love brunch so much. <laughs> so if he left home alone, not happy. And they got the charcuterie board. I, I love they call any food on a serving plate a charcuterie board. Like it's clearly a joke in the villa. They're like, it's a, a, a charcut coot. Like, it's so funny. So funny. Guys, like, that's just grapes. 
<laughs> Honestly, I also take any excuse to say charcuterie, so it's fair. Charcuterie. See, I feel like I'm as afraid of the word charcuterie as Jacob is of the word Moira. <laughs> like, I just, I see, like, I'm, I'm scared of the word. It makes me, it's like, it intimidates me. Charcuterie, 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 charcuterie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm just going to call it Charcoot <laughs> Yeah, Charcoot Coot. That's what we're calling it now. Um, I mean, me. Everyone else is welcome to continue saying charcuterie. <laughs> um, and so much of this brunch is like, it's in two parts. The part about Silly Johnny and the part about Laurel and Calvin. And they're all talking about how, I guess, Johnny is just stomping around the villa being grumpy this whole time. And I'm picturing it when they were talking about it. I was like, I can totally picture an immature 22-year-old doing that. When I'm picturing him (laughs) fully, like, bringing his knees up to, like, a 90-degree angle and, like, stomping down. Like, that's to me when they say Johnny's stomping around. I'm picturing him just fully walking like oh my that goodness. with his chest down. Knees to chest, knees to chest, knees yes. to chest. Like, Johnny's just working out. That's not stomping. <laughs> like, obviously, that's not what they mean. But whenever someone says that someone is stomping, that's what I picture in my mind. And oh hopefully my. that that mental image will bring joy to somebody else. Oh, my. That's funny. Um, and then, yeah, Laurel says that she feels like they connect on more things than Carrington, like her and Calvin. And... Sally's like, I mean, if you have mixed emotions, just like take the sign that you should get to know both of them. Like you're not in a committed relationship. It's fine. Uh, And then Laurel brings up again, like how Carrington isn't deep enough. And it's like, how deep are any of the people getting cast on Love Island? TVH. What's the question that they have to fill out? Yeah, it's Uh, fair. I think it's good for her to get to keep her options open. But at the same time, like, I never really thought this was like so last minute going to actually become something. Yeah. Yeah. It it never felt like it. And Carrington also didn't think so because back at the villa, he says, (laughs) if she's eyeing Calvin, I'll just turn my swag on. Can we can we call out how Caleb is one of the biggest shitsters and I love it. I literally because in that same moment he was like, "Yo, to be honest, I think she feeling him. I think she feeling no dude." And then uh, that's when we get Carrington saying that, and we saw him do that with um, Johnny. I just I love it. He's so funny. So funny. Like he's probably one of the deepest guys or the deepest guys. I would say. I think a hundred percent. Like we've gotten yeah. the mo- like I we I feel like we don't actually get that many scenes of Caleb like minute for minute of the show Mm -hmm. but I Mm -hmm. do feel like every scene that we have Caleb for gives some kind of positive impression like yeah yeah, like he's either you know making fun of people and it's funny or he's being really sweet and caring with Justine or he's giving really good advice like I don't I can't think of one actual negative moment of Caleb like even with the Casa Amor stuff he didn't really do anything. Yeah, he didn't. I don't know what the overlap on like Love Island viewers and like people that follow Edgic for Survivor, <laughs> but like probably affirms zero. But for myself, he's like constantly like an OTTP one, which uh, like over the top positive, but like not very visible. So it yeah. is a very rare combination. I 
thought that you were going to say he has the winner's edit. And I was like, this is happening live, Scally. Okay, first of all, <laughs> clearly Justine has the winner's edit, if anyone. Yes. <laughs> period. Period. We love our queen, Justine. Oh, I love her. Um, I love when the women came home. Sally's like, oh, and the strippers. Oh, my God. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Yes. Oh, it really was. Uh, <laughs> Sally forced this competition to happen. She forced this competition to happen. She's the one. She manifested it. Um, and so then she talks with Johnny again and basically confirms that they are they're together still, but he needs to be better. He can't be smirking, rolling his eyes, etc. Johnny's like, I need to be more of a listener. And less offensive. And I'm like, who put that on a teleprompter for you? Because I don't believe he came up with it himself. (laughs) No, no. I'm waiting to see the proof, Johnny. I am not taking this (laughs) confessional as gospel. 100%. And uh, Sally is like, like, we're together still, but I am still upset. And that doesn't just go away. You've put me through a lot and you need to do hard work. And like, at the end of the day, only they can know what their relationship truly is. And if Sally thinks that they can get past it, then uh, I hope she's right and good for her. Johnny is still canceled. Yeah. Flash forward to the end of the day. It's gone away. Pretty much. I feel like they are right back to a hundred. <laughs> 1000%. I mean, I feel like it's hard to carry that level of uh, negativity in that situation. You do. Well, like I, not for me, I have room in my heart to hate everybody. Not for me. <laughs> but I feel like Sally is like a, I feel like Sally's like a positive person and it's probably yeah. hard for positive people. This was probably a real damper on her mood in her morning wake up. She was like, I can't do my morning screaming anymore. I'm mad at Johnny. Let me continue that, the, the mindset of that. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah no i as someone who struggles to hold a grudge and that is not permission to screw me over <laughs> very much uh like do understand how difficult it would be in there but uh, you know i still feel like it's getting off a little easy here oh 1000 i want justine to put her foot in his ass and caleb put her foot in his, foot in his ass <laughs> both feet in there deep <laughs> that's a lot <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh no <laughs> did y'all hear the accent that I said that I want Justine to put his foot in her ass <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't I know it. I don't know what it was so I was just gonna let it be <laughs> <laughs> um, so okay in the there's like all of the women getting ready for the party and then it goes straight into the party and Moira straight up is like, do you think I'm the next one to go home? <laughs> no, Moira, because men are going home. What are you talking about? Oh, we couldn't be so lucky. Yeah, exactly. Oh my um, goodness. And I also really loved, so then right at the start of the party, there's like Carrington and Laurel are having like relationship test, and they're like, what color are Laurel's eyes? And Carrington's like, Brunette? <laughs> Just say brown. <laughs> but then they're, they're green. Carrington is deep. 
<laughs> He's oh, so deep. With the brunette eyes. And Laura's like, they're green. And he's like, no, they're hazel like mine. So they're kind of, she's like, no, they're straight up green. And then they're like, okay, well, how old is Laurel? And he's like, 23. And she's like, no, I'm 22. Like, what? Yeah. And then. Something that uh, when I saw this moment, I don't know how y'all are in relationships, but when I'm in a relationship, um, I want them to be like so down for me that even if I fuck up in public, I want them to still have my back and then just pull up my ear and say like, what the what the hell were you thinking back there? So even if Carrington was like, hey, she's 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 29. Yeah, I'm 29. I'm going to say that in public. Hey, Carrington, you know that I'm not 29. Why do you say that? And then, hey, my eyes, I'm just going to keep my eyes closed for that one second that they're looking at my eyes so they can't, you know, do it up. And so I wanted that, I wanted that undying loyalty, but we didn't get it. So, hey. There is no one I would add seven years to my age for. <laughs> There's no one. I was going to say, um, this is the great opportunity for the podcast quiz and be like, Scally would clear my eyes. <laughs> but now the moment's ruined because I would oh, not have the unwavering loyalty if you got it wrong <laughs> to pretend that you had. <laughs> uh, um, I also really liked how um, Laurel asks how many siblings she has and Carrington says six, which is she's one of six. Like, I feel like that was actually the closest yeah. was to correct and she was just furious mm-hmm. and she starts rattling off like this is your mom's name and your dad's name and this is your favorite color uh blah 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 like all i remember is that uh his favorite color is forest green um <laughs> which i clocked because so i was like oh scally will like that he likes green <laughs> wait scally is your favorite color green scally gone did i cut out for a second oh, you're back yeah my bad. What I miss? Uh, is your favorite color green? Favorite color is definitely green. Uh, How do you feel yeah, about forest it, green? Forest green. I'm more of a Kelly green guy, to be honest. But like, Wait, what's like Kelly green? green? Oh, it's like almost like Irish green, I guess you would say. But like uh, forest green reminds me of like a rec hall at a camp. So like, I'll do it, but it's not my vibe that I'm usually going to be going for. I was going oh. to say it's also is sad that. I think even with how little we see, I might know more about Laurel than Carrington does. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know anything about Laurel. Wait, quick. What business does Laurel own? She has an eyelash company. See, look at you. You know more. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, It's oh, my God. Uh, And so then you get Laurel and Kirsten like commiserating about how hard it is to be with Carrington. <laughs> <laughs> I love that moment. Kirsten finally got some, um, someone to talk shit about Carrington with. Yeah. Finally, she's been waiting for it. Like Laurel is like, oh, Carrington is so, you know, and Kirsten's like, I do know. <laughs> that I do love when you're like able to say something and you don't actually have to say something, but you both know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, I loved it. <laughs> oh, so good. And Kirsten is like, you like, Lay everything on the table with Carrington because if he feels like you've hidden something about this Calvin stuff, that's when he's going to lose it, uh, which I thought was really good advice. And it's always nice when you can get advice from your current partner's ex, you know, <laughs> um, the situation we all often find ourselves yeah, in. Absolutely <laughs> normal. Honestly, if someone starts dating my ex, I will give you advice. 
There you go. And I will wish you well. Um, Would you really? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's not my person. If someone else is his person, go for it. I don't care. I guess. Um, (laughs) If I was like hung up on him, I'd be like, no. But that's over. Mm. Um, And Kirsten is still a little hung up on him. Yeah. Yeah. A bigger person than me. <laughs> uh, but I think at this point, Kirsten just knows like it's fully over and there's no point. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we see Benny and Sally, and they are literally just talking. And Johnny's like, Oh, I'm stressed. I get protective when my girl talks to another guy. And it's like, You're on Love Island. You made out with another woman. Yeah. There, there's a difference of talking to and like talking to and like mm-hmm. this very clearly was just like oh they're talking and yeah. uh, for Johnny to once again you know knees to chest stomping around the <laughs> villa was not is my favorite look for when he's like I'm gonna be chill and cool now and he's immediately like a wind up soldier marching around huffing and puffing <laughs> huffing and puffing do you think it's possible to stomp while wearing like stilts because now I'm picturing it where he's wearing stilts <laughs> Uh, oh okay uh, <laughs> why i don't know this is where my mind goes okay it's a scary place huh that's a good question let's put it to a poll okay <laughs> wait i'm gonna make that a twitter poll right now with no explanation can you, can you... <laughs> while wearing stilts um for the record i'm gonna go with no I don't think there no there there's a way. There's a way. We'll see what Twitter says. Okay, well I've now tweeted it out and of course I didn't change the time so it will run for 24 hours. Important <laughs> poll that needs to do. Yeah, so people will have their time to answer that once this podcast drops. Oh um my. then we get immediate uh like closure on the whole Laurel Carrington Calvin thing because they're all just going to bed. Laurel doesn't know what to say to Carrington yet. She's like, I'm just going to sleep on it. It's going to be fine. They're in bed and Carrington's like, so do you want to pursue Calvin? (laughs) (laughs) Carrington's messy and I like it. (laughs) And she's like, I want it. She's like, I want to get to know him. I'm not like pursuing him he's like well you should have just told me and laurel's like i was planning to in the morning like (laughs) what was gonna happen overnight and then she leaves crying it's kind of sad but like at least we got a dramatic moment out of it but i was like carrington would be that person where you like go out for your girls night and you come home and carrington's just like sitting in a kitchen chair with like a one light on (laughs) like oh you're home and a and like a glass of jack at least then he would be asking you before you get into bed with him <laughs> he literally is just like it's not even he very well could have done it like in the bathroom when they're brushing their teeth like he is yeah. waiting until in bed oh by the way rolls over and falls to sleep I mean like, having a uh, deep conversation like that when brushing teeth also not a good time okay uh, yeah I didn't literally mean during but like, <laughs> no you did you know you did you did, you did. Okay, I put up a twitter poll <laughs> I didn't and I didn't even mean in the way of like oh you can't talk while brushing teeth I just mean like I feel like I've had situations before where I'm just like trying to get ready for bed and someone's like let's talk about this right now and I'm like yeah I'm tired I'm just want like why 
what are you doing? You know what I mean? And so that's all I meant. I this moment, this moment made me think of um, the James and Moira moment at the beginning of the season when Calvin came in. Do y'all remember? Well, is his name James? What's his oh, name? James? Yes. Yeah, when James. James flew off the handle. Yes. And but Carrington handled it way better. But James was basically uh, she, he sat next to Moira and was like, hey, so those new guys are cool, huh? And then I was just like <laughs> so annoyed. And then she left and she was like crying and frustrated. And that was the end of that. But not nah, Carrington handled it much better. But he did wait till they got, she, they got in bed. So. Uh, at least he went to sleep. Um, <laughs> at least he went to sleep. <laughs> I don't know. So the next morning, uh, Vin Diesel gets like a thousand shout outs. And the guys are asking, oh, who would you rather be with, Vin Diesel or Johnny? And it's like, obviously Vin Diesel. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, the key to the would you rather is you got to have even options, and this was very lopsided. Not a good game. (laughs) They should did Johnny or Benny. Oh, can you imagine? (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so then, then it gets a text that there's going to be a recoupling, and the men not chosen will be dumped from the villa. So then everyone gets into their like pre-recoupling, like jumping off point. Uh, Calvin and Laurel talk again and it's pretty boring. Um, (laughs) Bennett and Kirsten talk and it really doesn't seem like Kirsten is into him at all. Mm -hmm. Like she's like, I'm going to take the day. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. It does feel like a lack of other options is really what's pushing this one together. Yeah. Bennett's like, if you have any questions for me, let me know. And Kirsten's like, eh, I don't think there's anything that would change my decision. <laughs> there's really nowhere else I could possibly go. So let's just do this later. Oh, oh it's just so much. And then Connor is like adrift. And you could tell that he's like, well, why did I break up with Moira before the recoupling? Like, what's going on? He's like, there's going to be at least one couple based on a friendship. Like, why not us? Yeah. It's like, I don't know what Hmm. to do. See, I feel like he's almost like ready to go home. Like he knows Mackenzie's home. He's not finding anything else here. Uh, I get like, I feel like Connor always just kind of looks adrift in general. Like, I don't think it was this situation that was making Connor seem, you know, a little checked out. Uh, He knows what he's, what's happening. And this is just like a, Okay, we're friends now. Let's have a conversation before what goes down. It, it was a lot, and I didn't like <laughs> it. Um, we also Same. get like Moira and Calvin like touch base, but it's boring because it's Moira. And then, <laughs> ah! <laughs> look at you not saying Calvin is boring. He's you're doing, you're uh, growing. He's growing on you. Okay, no, Calvin also boring, but at least he like tries to inject. I, I mean, I guess Moira also is like trying to inject drama, but it just doesn't come across well. Um, I I loved. The Carrington Laurel conversation, though, because Carrington's like, we are solid. We've only had one bad night. And honestly, I fell asleep right after. So it was really just like one bad hour. We should (laughs) stay together. That's unfortunate that it took a full hour to fall asleep. But yeah, it was. uh, 
How much like, else is there? It reminds me, though, I was listening, of course, to a murder podcast recently. Oh, no. And one of the, <laughs> like, this one murderer, I don't remember his name, but he basically murdered his whole family and then, like, many years later murdered, like, his second wife also. And I'm waiting to see how this reminded his, you of that. And in his I statement, know. he goes, I have been a perfect law-abiding citizen every single day of my life except two days. And it's like, yeah, but on those two days, you committed multiple murders. <laughs> so Carrington's like, we we had only one bad hour, but everything else has been good. And it's like, yeah, but in that one hour, you were really mean. Oh, my. Did the comparison work at all? I feel like it was uh, a little extreme. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Carrington's a murderer or, or anything, <laughs> but it just reminded me of that statement. Just to make it clear, this podcast is not accusing Carrington of being a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> and just to be for the record, this podcast is anti-murder. We don't condone. You listen to a lot of murder podcasts for someone who's anti-murder. I don't condone the murders. I'm not sitting there (laughs) rooting for the serial killer like, oh, yeah, he got another one. Awesome. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so scary. What can I do in my life to make sure I don't get murdered? It all comes from deep anxiety. You're smart. You're smart. You're smart. I'm just trying to learn. If I know everything a murderer is going to do, then I can stay one step ahead. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> or what if you or what if you turn into the murderer? No, no, no. See, that's also a thing. No, no. I hurt people we with all my have, words. We all have two bad days. <laughs> <laughs> See, but the thing is, I feel like if I have a bad day, I'm just gonna like stay in bed the whole day and eat a lot of pizza and be like, mm, I had a bad day. Not like, hey, I'm gonna go on a killing spree. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pout. That's 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 what yeah, I'm gonna do. Exactly. Gonna I will pout. Uh, maybe I'll cry. <laughs> like, mur- I feel like murdering people is just so messy too. Like, yeah, it really is. Who wants to oh, deal with the mess? It's a lot of work. <laughs> now, now we're thinking of the the uh, aftermath of your killing. How can I clean this up? <laughs> like, oh, oh my god, I can't believe it. What would I even do? Oh my. Uh, I feel like we, we went too far down the murder rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. I feel like so once you bring up the <laughs> once you bring up a murder like podcast or anything, typically that's how it goes, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. So we start the recoupling on Sunday and they literally just show Justine choosing Caleb. Ugh. Which is like great because we love Justine and Caleb, but why even show us that? Why not just start the recoupling on the Monday episode? Yeah, TV. Yeah, probably the move. Like, why did they do this? To- I was furious at the end of the episode. It was. It was no point. It was. Even- but the music that they used, and I want to give my hat off to Love Island music director facilitator. Um, person because I have not gotten music from a show like I have gotten from Love Island. I didn't even know who Louis Capaldi was before <laughs> listen before watching hmm. Love Island. And now he's all I listen to. Interesting. See, I, I was gonna that. say Love Island is my I feel like I know most of the ones on Love Island before they make the show. Oh, uh, really? The only, but otherwise would be like my second source of music right after TikTok. Like that is where I'm finding it. Me, <laughs> zoom, 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 zoom. 
Oh my god, that was so good. <laughs> well, Love Island did produce the summer hit, though, so we have to give them that. That's true, and we all know what that is. It might get plugged in at the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Love Island, baby, let me meet you. No, I have memorized that entire song because it is actually a bop. I feel like you kind of volunteered just now. Okay, so uh, <laughs> five, six, seven. Love Island, baby, let me meet you by the pool. Love Island, never thought, wait, never thought I'd be here finding you. I'm trying to get wet, ain't talking about swimming. When you with me, there's no better feeling, young. <clears throat> That's it. That's all you get, Fox. Ooh. All right. That was so good. Now I don't know which version to put in the podcast. I know. <laughs> I would add it on Apple Music. Literally put it on Spotify. <laughs> Incredible. Okay, so then we got tonight's episode. And it flashed back to Johnny Sully at the start. And I was like, really? They're trying to make yeah. us think this isn't over? Uh, it tried to make Laurel and Calvin a thing. And then they previewed that two new women were coming in. A devil and an angel. And I just want to know where it says that if you are going to be a devil, the outfit is a spaghetti strap fake leather dress. Because I think it's 100% the choice of casting producers for reality TV devils. 1,000%. Like, unfortunately for me, but probably by your own choice, this may be the closest we get to having you on Love Island. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> Getting a blonde devil walking in. I was like, oh, Kirsten. You're like, no, no not Kirsten. That I'm is Kirsten. iconic. Yes. Oh, no, my throwback. We throwback. need to get to know this woman a little bit before you start saying she's mean. Oh, my. What if she's thing. problematic? Hey, Scally, I'm on that train already with you. Oh, no. <laughs> so it's yes, a thing. I have We're to. I have to. Mm. <laughs> Anyways, it was really difficult to watch, but then Someone it didn't happen to the end of the episode. Uh, now see someone who has the face app uh, the face meme app I'm going to have to throw it on like vice versa oh yes oh my there. god no <laughs> walking into the villa oh I it yes <sighs> I, you, can't out, you can't outrun it yeah oh. I, there's nothing more to do I'm just going to have to cry <laughs> later it's fine um, but it's fine hopefully Johnny doesn't try to start a conversation with you <laughs> <laughs> that was so scary oh my god um so it's fine because it goes straight back into the recoupling um but even though last time it seemed like moira was gonna go second no Sally goes second chooses johnny apparently he's helped her grow as a woman i don't <laughs> i don't know uh <laughs> <laughs> Kirsten chooses Bennett because conversations have only gotten better and better. He's handsome, caring, compassionate, and kind. And she's not scared to admit that she can be superficial and that it's hard for her to open up beyond surface level. And this guy makes her want to try harder and be better. I appreciated uh-huh. that Bennett like turned into an e-boy for this ceremony. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like got like very big e-boy vibes, uh, which I did not see coming out from him until this today. Was, this was when he was wearing like the one dangly earring, right? 
Yeah, then like full Wait, black outfit, a... slick back. Yeah, I was like, all right, I know this guy. I've seen him on TikTok. <laughs> I've seen him on TikTok. <laughs> I'm like, get him with a fanny pack, like diagonal across his chest, and I can see it. Oh my. Um. Then we get Laurel choosing Carrington, and she says that this boy makes her feel like a child. Dating a child will do that. <laughs> Yeah, ex- well, I mean, they're both children. Like, she's even oh. younger than he is. Yeah, TBH. Uh, but it was a lot. I I didn't get it. Uh, then we got Moira saying that Calvin has made her both laugh and cry. The longer they are together, the deeper and more meaningful their converse- conversations get. And I want to know when Calvin made Moira cry. <laughs> yeah. Same. I don't know this. I mean, I think I know. I, I so, and this is from the Twitter streets, child. Okay. So, uh, so child, you know, I keep my ear to the streets. So I, I'm plugged in. So it, it was one. I remember seeing this tweet, and I've always remembered it since the moment happened. But um, as we saw after the recoupling, after Casa Amor, when Moira went to the um, glam room or whatever and cried with Sally, and then people were, were saying that she was so confident and even spoke before the host like let her finish and she said Aaron and then someone said on Twitter once she saw Calvin uh, walk down with Cher she was shook so that could lead to some tears she was like oh damn you know what I mean but who knows I haven't seen it but I want to make that parallel that's fair she definitely did get upset that she wasn't allowed to pursue both Calvin and Aaron so (laughs) it's possible Mm -hmm. That, be something. that could be it. I still don't know why that's a good thing, but <laughs> I <don't either>. whatever. <laughs> like, I feel like if I'm being like, hi, I want you to be my boyfriend. I'm not going to be like, remember that time you made me cry? In a bad way. Not like, oh, like happy tears. Like, yeah. oh, you upset yeah. me. So I'm going to pick you. <laughs> exactly. Um, so Connor and Benny are single and get dumped from the villa. And Moira's yep. like, Calvin crying. <laughs> this is best friends leaving. Yeah, Calvin always loses it every time a, a man leaves. <laughs> uh, that's the thing. We've seen Connor and Calvin's like French. I think they said that they were like best friends in the villa. So I did also wonder if Connor was like, all right, this is not going anywhere. Let me step down to let my best friends stay around. But, you know, I always mm. like the friendships. So. Oh, and so then Calvin's extra crying because his bro like laid down his life for him. Yeah. yeah, dude. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. Um, and so uh, Moira's like, mm, I feel like Connor was going to be stuck on Mackenzie anyways. And then cut to Connor FaceTiming with Mackenzie and her being like, yeah. do you want to come to Arizona? And he's like, hell yeah, if I can have a second chance. And she's like, Gus says yes. And so do I. Wait, I just caught that. She she really said, do you want to come to Arizona? Don't they film the show in Nevada? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wait, my dumb, my dumb ass thinking that Arizona and Las Vegas were, were in this. Okay, my, that's my dumb ass. I thought that. <laughs> I thought that Las Vegas was in Arizona. Never mind. I'm about to try to clock McKenzie with one that needs to be clocked. All right, we good. <laughs> it's not that far, but it is not the same state. But, oh, okay. my. Hey, Again. Nevada, Arizona, sounds the same to me. 
TBH. <laughs> Being mad at like Connor and Moira yet again. Connor could have just stayed with Mackenzie. We would have still had her on the show. Like bring yes. her back. Bring her and Connor back now. Let's add a sixth couple. I'll be fine. I'm not going to complain. Let's but- get rid of Moira, the secret producer. Let's get rid of her. <laughs> I'm down. You know that I'm down for that. But like. I also like that Moira was like, Connor gave me the impression. He told you, he told you that he (laughs) got it to you. Like, stop acting like this was your decision. He fully was like, go away. I'm going for Mackenzie. (laughs) 100%. She's like, I got dumped for another woman. And I really thought he wouldn't get over that other woman. It's like, yeah, because you got dumped. And the other woman was my best friend. Well, yeah, I mean, were they best friends? Like, I feel like Moira hasn't been a friend to many of these women. TVH. <laughs> yeah, TVH. we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> She's been coming for Kirsten this whole time. Okay, uh, <sighs> so then after the recoupling, uh, Kirsten is telling Bennett, I saved your ass. And they that always goes well. Right? Like, <laughs> what? You think he owes you? No. Uh, <laughs> so they're going to get to know each other on a deeper level. And there were obstacles between them because Kirsten is dating Calvin. But now they can get to know each other. And then they kiss. And it's like, am I supposed to be moved? I'm unmoved. <laughs> am I supposed to be moved? Yeah. It was very lackluster. Yeah, I think uh, Bennett is definitely up for grabs for one of these two new women. Bennett is very open. Is if I know anything, that's what I know about Bennett. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what do you mean by that? Like every time anyone comes to him and is like, "Hey, I'm open to getting to know you," he's like, "Yeah, I'm totally open to getting to know you and any woman." <laughs> like I think he literally said that to Moira in this episode. <laughs> is this where they discuss his famous ex also? Mm, not um, yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think that I it think is. it might be. Yeah, yeah. He's apparently dated Summer Ray, and I in the ten minutes I had to be googling, looks like there were like fan accounts for them and stuff. Oh, wow. So maybe this was a legit thing. Oh my god. Yeah. Wait, I never I looked well, her he up. said I that they lived now. together, right? Yeah. It was like I did see an account that was like Summer's boyfriend Bennett (laughs) so definitely had some notoriety from that but always interesting I mean hey the UK version actually had Louis Capaldi's ex on their most recent season and we get Summer Race ex on this season (laughs) oh I do I see um, I see the Hollywood fix caught them out at a moment Mm -hmm. yeah there's some googling to do later yeah I mean, I'm not gonna Google it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna admit that right now. Um, I like when I saw the pictures of Summer Rae, I was like, "Oh, I've seen this woman before." I don't yeah. know where. But Total Divas. Oh, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. I was like, "But I don't know where, but I know I've seen this woman, but I would not have known her by name." And uh, what I'm gonna do the research for Bennett. no bet it's going home like let's be honest here Uh, no he has the power in the next week so not at least for a little Uh, bit yeah but i think that they're going to be really speeding things up at this point yeah definitely because isn't the finale when is the finale um next wednesday oh my goodness yeah 
So I think that there's going to be this recoupling right away where the guys have the power. And then I think that there's going to be a dumping from the island, probably from a public vote. And I don't think Bennett's going to get to stay through that. And then (laughs) it's going to be like the last couple of couples. And then America will vote for the winner. That's what I think. Yeah, sounds about right. There could be like, I guess, another recoupling in there, but mm, I don't think so. I think that these two women are probably the last two new people to enter the villa. Seems like a safe assumption. There could be maybe two more, but I just, I don't think that they will. Like at this point, there's not much traction for a new couple. Yeah. Yeah, none at all. Yeah, I can see that. That People are established. And speaking of established, Sally and Johnny are starting new. They are having a fresh start. They can't wait to see what life is like on the outside. What happened to she's not going to forget? (laughs) She's got amnesia. Uh, uh, And Johnny's like, I keep wanting to say it. That I think I'm falling for you, but I already knew that I am falling for you. And Sally's like, oh, my God, I got chills. I'm falling for you, too. And then they kiss. And it's like, again, am I supposed to be moved because Johnny's canceled? Yeah. And like just the fact that like waterworks were coming, I was like, uh, it just was very eerie to me. I'm keeping like like you know like high alert i am on to find out if these two call it official before exiting the villa because if they're not boyfriend girlfriend i don't think any of this is real yeah i think that's a very good call yeah struggle to put a label on it because it's not going to be a thing outside like if you put a label maybe i'll start believing a little bit that this is like not gameplay for the end but Mm -hmm. I just feel like they are following along like a standard trajectory of like okay falling for you then start dating then so we'll see but I'm gonna watch Skelly has his ear to the ground I'm protective (laughs) of Sally (laughs) it's ear to the ground child (laughs) Um, and so then uh, everyone talks about how happy this conversation made Sally and I'm just like look uh, and then this is where we get Moira talking to Laurel about how Moira's into Bennett now. <sighs> she is like hesitant because Kirsten's into him, but she wasn't hesitant for her best friend Mackenzie <laughs> had tried to go after Connor. So I don't know, Moira. Yeah, still not loving you. The the next morning when she's with all of the girls, she's like. I like Bennett, but Kirsten is my girl. And I'm like, is she? Is she your girl? <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely. I feel like my, my, uh, Moira, I know, I thought I had it. Moira is just like, I feel like we've seen that, like, she she is not about oh having my having my girls back and like, um, you know how bros can say, which I don't like the saying, bros over hoes. Moira isn't what's the opposite of that? Like Moira also over is bros over hoes. 
Oh no, my <laughs> Moira is definitely. She is not with the women. She is definitely a bro suffer. <laughs> There's a sisters over misters or other variations of the sun. The Moira line. does not know that. She she has not come to that understanding at all. Moira so. said misters over sisters, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Who's with me? <laughs> right. Um. Uh, what and what do you have? Oh, yes. And this is where Justine is like, I'm going to pull Calvin because Calvin's hanging out with uh, Bennett. So you can go talk to Bennett. And she's like, oh, God, what am I going to talk to Calvin about? Which I died. <laughs> and then all she has is, hey, do you know where Caleb is? Honestly, fair. <laughs> I mean, I can't think what I would talk to Calvin about anyways, but it's hilarious because Calvin is not remotely drawn away, not remotely mm-hmm. distracted, still just sitting on a lounger next to Bennett. So Moira comes and sits on the lounger also next to like on the other side of Bennett. And it's just like, wow, it's a hot one. <laughs> It killed me. It killed me. <laughs> like, Bennett's like, oh no, Moira's like, I'm going to have crazy tan lines. And Bennett's like, wow, yeah, you guys probably have to be careful about what bathing suits you wear, right? And Moira's, Moira's like, mm, it's a hot one. And then just sits there until Kirsten comes over and sits on the other side of Calvin, where Moira would have naturally sat if everything was all good with Calvin <laughs> and then Moira's like I'm gonna go fill my water bottle like so smooth it's the most awkward thing I've ever seen she's like oh I got him yeah Carrington <laughs> is much deeper than this conversation it is like so awkward they like Moira struggles so hard and I know it's like there was no barrier to entry there was no bar she had to clear like he's sitting there open pull him talk to him there who cares but she like can't get a sentence out it's it's like the bar was on the ground she just had to step (laughs) over it and it was fine but she said let me dig a tunnel i gotta get (laughs) under this and she did it flawlessly flawlessly but i just i i know but my thing is i know that when 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 moira was walking away i know in her mind she was like oh i got him i killed this shit yeah he's gonna love seeing me walk away oh keep your eyes focused bennett i know that she was feeling it but you know i didn't get that at least because in the, in the confessional, at least she's like, I just froze. I didn't know just what to froze. do. I like I was yeah. a deer in headlights. And I was like, yeah, I feel like you're off in a deer in headlights. She threw her head back. Like I just embarrassed myself. And I'm like, you did. You really embarrassed yourself. Like, <laughs> and not just in front of Bennett. Like we all saw that. Yeah. <laughs> did she have game early on or no? I don't think so. I think that her brand at the start was like, hi, I'm really genuine and sweet. Mm -hmm. Somebody Mm -hmm. love me. And then it's now turned into every time a new man comes into the villa, her head is turned by like a shiny new object because she just hasn't clicked with anybody. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is I feel like early on, like James was so into her and mm-hmm. then Calvin was into her or no, like Calvin saw her as a way to into get her until okay. Calvin thought America was into them together. And then suddenly yeah. Calvin getting there uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and basically every time it's been that like, oh, well, 
Moira's open. So like that's been the story of Moira. And I don't feel like she like she's even said that she's not been able to find any connection. And that's why she was crying like to Sally. It's like when your conversations are going the way they did with Bennett there. Like, I'm not that surprised. She wasn't crying to Sally. She was crying with Sally. (laughs) Sally was awesome. Well, and I think that it's also such a thing like. It, it's easy to come across as being like, oh, we're judging Moira because she's been with a bunch of dudes in the house. No, we're judging Moira because she's boring. Um, <laughs> yes. Like, it's obviously it sucks to not make a connection. Uh, and obviously, as new guys come in, they're going to make her like the target of their affections because she is uh, a, an easier bet because you just have to be a little bit better than who she's with right now that she doesn't like that much. Um, but it's not a path of longevity. Like, I think it would be very surprising if Moira is at the finale, I think. If Moira was like purposefully jumping guy to guy and like I'm into this one now I'm into this one like I don't care what you say I would be standing but that's not what's happening <laughs> so oh well, Mercedes out her ass <laughs> oh god not a Mercedes <laughs> not a Mercedes <sighs> she wishes that she was but she can't be um we also get wait oh. I have a quick question oh please do so, um, how many people are, are at, how many couples are at the finale? I think it's, it's normally what, like four couples at the Around end? Around four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. There's been five before, but four is like, seems pretty standard. Hmm. Okay. So I think like my call right now is that we would have obviously Justine and Caleb, um, Johnny and Sally, um, I think Carrington and Laurel will be there. Yeah. Yep. Just because they are like kind of solid. Yeah. A little sweet home Alabama ish. A little mm-hmm. sweet home Alabama ish. And then Wait, who- are you actually? What? Did you say you love that movie? Oh, um, I think I've seen it once. I love Reese Witherspoon. Oh. <laughs> I thought I thought you said I thought you said I love Sweet Home Alabama. Oh. No, I'm sorry. I've I've seen it once. I think I don't have anything against it. It's just if I'm gonna I haven't watch, saw it. If I'm gonna watch a Reese Same. movie. It's gonna be Legally Blonde. Um, who Fair. do you think the fourth couple would be? Like, I guess it could be Moira and Calvin. That's what I was about to say. So I could potentially see her being being at the finale. That is such like a they both fell backwards and did like seven somersaults and ended up there. <laughs> like neither like of them intended on that. Like happening. it could be them or I, I think if Bennett sticks with Kirsten, maybe they could get to the end just oh, because totally people really like Kirsten. But yeah. I don't know that Bennett is going to stick with her. Mm-mm. Yeah, I definitely think that's the thing. If he wants any chance of being at that finale, he's got to. But like I don't know. Calvin and Moira have like the longevity behind them in terms of both being on the show. But I mean, I don't know. I'm not behind Moira. I'm not behind Kirsten. I am fully in on the, I don't know. It, we're about to get to Justine and Caleb for like the first time in these two episodes. It seems uh, like, I know. And like, uh, are, are we supposed to forget that they're there and they're just going to win because <laughs> I'm a little nervous, but I still need it. 
Yeah, I I do think it's good because the conversation we get from them is very much like, hey, let's talk about how this will work. We need to have trust. We need to be able to move forward because long distance is going to be a factor in this. And it's very much future focused. Justine is very excited that Caleb was thinking about the future. Like it left them on a good note. And so if we are going to see not very much of Justine and Caleb, I like that it's moments like this that confirm like mm-hmm. we're a real relationship and things are working for us. Yeah. And this is the communication for me. <laughs> you see, I kept my ear to the ground a little bit over here too. <laughs> <laughs> and I may have seen some uh, Reddit detectives talking about how uh, there was a Justine and Caleb hideaway that was cut out, possibly as a result. I did hear that. Mm-hmm. Possibly as a result of cutting Noah completely out of the show. Uh, it seems like it may have been a casualty of that. Uh, they I still had don't understand hide- though, like why they couldn't include the hideaway. You would think so. I mean, I guess it's like the who should we let go to the hideaway conversation that they cut, but just be like, we gave it to Justine and Caleb moving on. uh, Whatever you want to say. Even if it's because of that, they could just reshoot giving them the hideaway. They could be like, guys, we lost some footage. We need you guys to to do it. And like, I've seen CBS cut a person fully out of an event before. Holly (laughs) Calafiore. (laughs) <laughs> they could just cut Noah out and show it anyways. Yeah. I, I watched the last season of Drag Race. I know that someone could be cut out of the edit. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was kind of thinking when I did hear that, um, and I don't know what's the likelihood of this happening, but I was like, could they possibly be saving that footage for later? Or just I'd be happy with trash? that. I just don't feel like it's going to happen. And since they yeah. got one, now it's like so recently i don't think they're gonna get another i'm like disappointed I feel like we really could have solidified some votes there but better be giving me some other justine and caleb time to make up for it yeah I they read our tweets so they see it they better read our <laughs> tweets i've said it before and i've said it again i'll cyber bully <laughs> the love island account i will cyber bully whoever i have to cyber bully oh my Can you imagine, sir? i'm down Yes, <laughs> Jacob's with me. Okay, I'm down. It's a lynch mob. Oh hell! Oh no! <laughs> she God. said no. <laughs> ah! Anyways, moving on. Um, we get Calvin and Moira, and Calvin's like, I feel like we could really come back together. And Moira's like, mm, I have my eye on Bennett. And Calvin's like, no, I, I want to be with you. <laughs> He's like, no, well, no. you know, whatever time, whatever place, whatever experience, I'm waiting for you. And it's like, yeah, because no one else likes you. Oh, he did the same thing with Kirsten. She was like, hey, I've known for a long time we're just friends. No, he's like, well, my. when you change your mind, I'll still be here. And she's like, oh, <laughs> you might not be. <laughs> like, you might be gone. <laughs> Calvin is king of being like, I'll wait. (laughs) (laughs) Like, nobody asked you to. Like, Calvin, none of these people like you. (laughs) Aw, Calvin. (laughs) Yeah, except for Scally, who's Calvin's number one fan. By being, like, neutral plus on Calvin, I am a Calvin stan, apparently. (laughs) And I guess I'll hold the title. 
Um, so then we also get Moira and Bennett and Moira's like, I'm super interested in you. I feel like we have a connection. I want to get to know you. And Bennett's like, yeah, we've had good conversations when we've had conversations. I'm super open to meeting any woman. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, the only conversation we've seen them had besides this was would not classify it as super great. So not really sure what we're not. Well, thankfully, that doesn't count as a conversation, more of an awkward encounter. (laughs) (laughs) The encounters have been awkward, but the conversations have been great. Great. I, like oh I just my. I don't even know I think that Bennett is just like I am happy to be here and I'm going to stay as long as I can exactly live it up you're here once it's a pandemic like go have fun hell yeah uh, so then we get the game and it is a Love Island staple the hearts on fire challenge and so the point of this game is uh, the men and women each take their turns one at a time they go out in like a sexy costume and they're trying to get people's heart rates up and then at the end uh ever it'll be like oh my god laurel your heart rate went the highest from johnny and they like try to get drama with that kind of thing <laughs> so that's what they're doing and i love this balance tbh i just think it's fun and goofy it is funny and goofy so for this one they had a straight up poll for them to dance on and not that many people actually took advantage of the poll mm-hmm. um so the men went first and it was uh caleb was like a chippendale dancer uh bennett was a plumber and i'm like literally <laughs> what did you do to get a plumber costume <laughs> he dropped a quite a few NSFW plumber jokes though. But he so. really did. He absolutely did. And you know what? I think it was uh Kirsten who was like, yeah, he can lay pipe any day. Lay a pipe in me. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Um So we got Carrington in a sailor little thing with like suspenders on his underwear. Uh yeah. I said he looks like a toddler going for his like photo shoot at Sears with his mom. <laughs> like Wait, that kid is ready. Is Sears still a thing in America? I think they're not, I think they're going bang, bankrupt, but I know I have one in my mall in Austin. They're always like around. The Se- yeah, Sears went bankrupt in Canada like two years ago. Uh, so when they're when their liquidation sales go on, take advantage because you can get some good stuff oh, at a discount. True. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> Then we got Calvin as a cowboy. And I just think that like the sexy cowboy thing is actually like not okay for a number of reasons. Um, Speaking as someone who lived for a long time in a town of Canada, which is nicknamed (laughs) Cowtown because it is all about cowboys and rodeos and and shit. Um, But this was bad. I... hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you look at Calvin and think cowboy? <laughs> like, I don't. No. I look at Calvin and I don't think anything. My mind goes blank. They should I have think, made him I one of like the like men school. in black guys yeah. to like exactly. take your memory away. I would say like prep school, like preppy, like Letterman, like that type of feel, not cowboy. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I think because he's from Texas, but that's about it. He does look um a lot like the actor who plays Archie in Riverdale. So if he had come out in a Letterman jacket, I oh. would have bought it. TBH. 100%. <laughs> 
And they could, you know, we complimented the music, but maybe take a little bit of music budget and throw it to them. Calvin's in like, like his like dress shoes and his cowboy hat. Like, give this guy some boots. These costumes, I recognize ten of them from Party City at least. <laughs> like, well, really, did not go far for these. Well, yeah, that's the benefit to filming in September is the Halloween costumes are out. But also, <laughs> speaking of the music budget, it is literally offensive to have Calvin dancing too hot in here. <laughs> Wait, I was thinking the same thing. It's a travesty. <laughs> We literally, we literally, it was a travesty. Like, Hot in Here is an iconic song. And I feel like it should have been one of the women dancing to it of like bringing a mirror so they could be talking on the phone, you know? Like, yes. be relevant. Like, not Calvin, okay? Just no. Um, I just don't want to rob anyone from the joys of dancing to Hot in Here. <laughs> no, no, Calvin needs to be robbed of that. Calvin needs to be. That's like a requirement. He needs to be robbed. Like, I think he needs to earn the right to dance to Hot in Here, okay? Like, that's. That song was a moment in history. And it's, it's just, a song that slaps, and it, we all know it. It slaps, that's right. Uh, so then we got Johnny, and he's a pirate. And he was, like, very, like, overt. He, what? like, dragged what? Sally off of the bench, like... He's trying to make up for all the hurt he's caused. He's like, well, I've been a shitty boyfriend, but physically I'm attractive. <laughs> he puts Sally on his shoulders. <laughs> Not the normal direction. Yeah, it, um, it was symbolic for him lifting her up. Oh, my uh, goodness. See, Johnny is smart. Johnny is smart. He Johnny was lifting her up, you know. Is the wind oh beneath goodness. her wings. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a lot. And so after that's over, this is where Sally was like on the ground, like, oh my God, I'm not okay. I think she she literally made a I've fallen and I can't get up joke, which yeah, endears yeah. her to me because I love those jokes. Uh and then Moira just lays down next to her. She's like, I need help. And Moira's like, Oh, I too have fallen. And I also need help and attention. <laughs> If Sally falls, Moira falls. If Sally cries, Moira cries. Moira cries. It, it it's a trend. A it's a trend. <laughs> Moira just wants attention. We've clocked it on this podcast. We have. Which I if Sally makes it to finale, Moira's making it to finale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Or she'll be mad if she doesn't. Oh, um, yeah. So then we got the women going. And, okay, I know I had ample time to Google this before the podcast. What's it called? What's the circus person called? Um, the ring. Oh, um, ringmaster. The ringmaster. No. Yeah, the ringmaster. I want to say. Okay. Well, she's in like a sexy ringmaster costume, uh, which I was like, okay, okay, feeling like my Britney Spears 2009 fantasy. Okay. Yeah, it is called Ringmaster. By the way, really could have sprung for that song. Mm-hmm. They like the song literally. Also slaps. Why did they not? I I don't understand. Like even if they had to get a creepy slow cover of it, like they did for uh, <laughs> for Toxic a little while ago. Um, then we get uh, Laurel in a French maid costume, and again. Laurel dancing to Baby Got Back just felt wrong. (laughs) The music placement was all the way off. All the way off. Like, I just, I was, I was floored at that. I thought it was very funny, but um, all of the men seemed to really be into Laurel uh, cleaning them up. 
which is gross anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then we have Moira, and I thought Moira was like a milkmaid, but then everyone was talking about Oktoberfest. Oh, I thought she was a milkmaid too. Yeah. Like, I you don't think that these guys are going to like get their references. Like, that's no. not what's happening that's, here. You no, know, I Kate, fair enough. Because I don't think that her costume was quite what you would wear at Oktoberfest, but I guess it was close enough. Yeah. I mean, I will admit that I don't know the like nuances between every like German style outfit, <laughs> but you know, I'm not blaming them all. I think it would have also made a lot more sense if they found a different costume for Moira and if they had put Calvin in like later hosen, but no shirt. Oh, that would have. Oh, like I could see that. That would have been different, better. Um. Then we have uh, Selly who comes in as a firefighter and she like goes for it. She like does a she little does. turn on the pole, goes straight into the splits. Like, split. yeah, she kind of stumbled on the splits a little bit, but I'm no critique. Yes. Yeah, um, I, yeah, she, she, I thought that she, she stumbled does. on the pole. Yeah. It was, was, awesome. was it her? Wait, was it her? I feel like it was her. Was it her going down? I, it, I thought it was her going down to the split. She tumbled on. She like stumbled. I feel it was oh, like no. it was something. Maybe even just like the transition from being yeah, like think, spinning okay. into it. Like it was a little sloppy. It wasn't the best I've ever seen. <laughs> but if you are going from spinning on the pole to down auto, like straight into a split, stumble as much as you want. I'm no, impressed. I'm no, I'm expecting Beyonce. Period. No questions <laughs> asked. I'm, I'm expecting it all. And if give me a hair flip while we at it. If you're I was Beyonce, waiting for a death drop. Sally was pulling out the moves. Yeah, if if it's not a death drop, I just simply don't respect the splits, okay? Send it back. Send it back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and then, finally, we had Justine as a referee. Who shut the shit down. Right? She killed it. I forgot that she was a go-go. Like, she did go-go dancing, like, part-time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. I also forgot about that, but she killed it. And then she like rips open the costume and has like her bathing suit underneath (laughs) or her bra. I don't know. And it was like a moment. And it was just such a reminder of how amazing Justine is. It it really was like I was like she 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 she's every woman like simply put <laughs> was it Aretha Franklin who said that I'm was it who who sang that song I can't remember but Justine is is the embodiment of that probably not the song that they should have been using in the battle <laughs> I feel like every woman wishes they were Justine. <laughs> imagine imagine that playing while Justine is just Justine like walks out and it's like it just goes from baby got back and all of a sudden it's like I'm everyone <laughs> she's doing like high kicks in like knee high boots <laughs> she could oh stomp my. in stilts let me tell you Oh, definitely <laughs> speaking of stomping in stilts let me see that pole um. <laughs> We'll update it at the end. Yeah, well, we're, we're almost to the end, so we'll, we'll talk about it at the end. Um, so then um, all the women go back up to the balcony where they can see the men, and they're all like, ooh, 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 we just killed that. And then the two new women come in, um, are devil and angel, to do their own little uh, lap dance situation to come into the villa. And so we have uh, the devil, blonde woman. Kirsten. Is um, Lakin? Lakin, sure. yes. Now, is that, a, sure. is that a name? Yeah, I have a friend named Lakin. Okay, okay. I heard it. 
I had I had never heard it before, and so I was like, okay, a new experience. You have never heard of a Lakin before? I've never met a Lakin. It might just not be like a Canada name. Yeah, they may not. Or maybe just like too young. I don't know. Maybe I'm just or old. Southern or Southern. Or yeah, it could be a Southern thing. Yeah. Because I'm from the opposite of South. I'm from the Great White North. Uh, So she is a party girl who lives life to the fullest. She wants a disco ball and champagne because she's ready to sparkle. Now, I did miss her age and where she's from. I think she was from Maryland, but I could have just made that up. And then we get the brunette woman, the angel, Julia. She's 26 from Florida. She gets compliments on her butt. And she wants a man, (laughs) not a boy. And she's willing to step on toes. Which I feel like is not what I would expect from the angel. Nope. I know. Wow. Imagine a reality show mixing up the angel and the devil in casting. <laughs> I just can't imagine that ever happening, you know. But I like how she's like oh, oh. Uh, she's like I I get compliments on my butt and she walks in and every girl is like, "Wow, her butt." <laughs> yeah, so like she didn't lie. <laughs> like immediately. Like everyone's like, "Oh my we god, were- look at the ass on her." <laughs> I know we were saying what other like um, why does this like production put like the devil and like the red like latex but what because every time I imagine like a devil and like someone dressing up honestly that's where my mind goes so what could be like uh, another outfit that we could throw in for like if they wanted to do another devil type of thing I think um, instead of red just make it black throw on a leather jacket um you could also wear like a leather skirt and a red like ripped ripped pantyhose. Ooh, ripped pantyhose, fishnets. Oh, fishnets. Like, rotating throne. Um mm. I don't know. It could be anything. Mm. Mm. Just me thinking. I think you could just put on any outfit and just like devil horns and it would be like in Mean Girls when they just wear lingerie and like animal ears oh, yeah. and then you'd be like, I'm the devil, duh. <laughs> Put on like a floral sundress and devil horns. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love that. Um, wow. I am still like, I can't, I really wish they had put Calvin into like later hosen with no shirt and then Moira could have been like a cheerleader. Stop fantasizing about Calvin and later. I know. No, I'm not fantasizing. I just think it was like the cowboy was just so horrible it that really it, like anything would have been better. There. What? But whatever. Uh, if you if it makes you feel better to think that somebody else other than you likes Calvin, then you can go for it. <laughs> <laughs> and so then that's the end of the episode is just the new woman coming in and the preview for the next one was literally just like uh Lakin and Julia giving them boys lap dances with like slowed down horror movie music over it it was so scary I hope they're actually playing horror movie music into the villa <laughs> like that's what they have to dance to they're like we will tell you how to feel horrified okay you're horrified that or um i'm every woman one of the two they have to pick on which one they want i'm sure it's a disco techno version of it out there so just pick uh, one I that's bet there, true i mean i'm sure there is now i'm interested to go looking for it um so that brings us to the end of the po- i'm sad that it's ending because i've been having I so know. much fun uh, this has been this has been so fun uh, Jacob, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a dream. 
Oh, it has been my dream. Stop lying to me to make me feel flattered. No, it's I'm not lying. But- <laughs> you know, I listen. I listen. I listen to y'all. And so me like getting a chance to talk about one of my summer favorite shows and a show that will probably stick with me. Like I followed majority, majority, majority. What's the well, something's wrong with my pronunciation. Major. I followed most of the cast. <laughs> on like Instagram and stuff like that, major major the majority. I follow majority. I follow majority most of the cast, or I follow majority the majority okay, of I, the cast. Oh <laughs> yes, I, I follow <laughs> English with Jacob, but um, no, I follow like most of the cast. So I've been like addicted, and it's been such a, such a dope like experience in time just to talk to y'all and have a good laugh about this freaking amazing season um, that we love. And so it's been so fun. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, definitely. Thank you for coming on. It's been all our pleasure. 100%. That's right. And so, Jacob, if people want to hear more from you, where could they find you? Uh, my OnlyFans joking. Uh, maybe not. Um, <laughs> Girl, I literally went to the OnlyFans website today and was like, do I make an account? And then I was like, no. <laughs> they do put a tempting offer out there, though, TVH. <laughs> and so, but um, just on Twitter, Jacob J underscore Jones, um, where you can live, laugh, and love with me. <laughs> <laughs> I just that's so good. So your new you know bio. How, you know how everyone has that like in the mantle of their home or something? Yeah. Live, laugh, love. Have you, seen, hey, have you seen the TikTok audio where it's like, I have an idea, we're gonna change it to alive, ha ha. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that's that. So like funny. I haven't seen that either. Okay, it, it comes up on my for you page a lot. So next time I see one with that audio, I'll send it to you both. Yes. Because it really like, exposed your algorithm right there. My case, my <laughs> algorithm is depression content. Um, like every single one of that voiceover, where it's like you've got to stop using this voiceover like i like literally i'll be scrolling and 10 in a row will be that audio of like just something else and i'm like is there nothing else on tiktok like i don't even like this that much oh my literally i'll be i was scrolling the other night and 10 in a row were the same trend and i was like i don't even like this trend so if i ever get back into the like alive ha 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 <laughs> and then whatever they i don't remember all of it but when i find it i will send it to both of you yeah i just get i just have 10 um i just have 10 videos of me i love the one where it's like the person is like me in hell and it's like them with the devil and they're like oh yes it's so funny no you and then you go and then it's like me like that one i get a lot of versions of that and it cracks me up oh it's so funny it's a, it's like a serial killer has caught me, and I'm like, okay, you go, hey, you ready? <laughs> you ready? Okay, no, then you go, then you have to pop. It's so funny, um, uh, incredible. Okay, and then Scally, we've come to the end of another podcast. Where can people hear more from you? People can see more from me on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally. Uh, we'll be talking more challenge coverage over on Dom and Colin network when that becomes a thing again. And uh, back here three times a week now. Hell yes. We'll be back three times a week. Um, our next uh, podcast is going to record after the Wednesday episode. And we are going to be joined by 
Josh Williams, another of my favorite. Hey, people. my twin. <laughs> I don't know if I'd say twin, but I did what? like meet both of you at the same time on the original Winners at Worst uh, Equestria, where I literally. You sent me a very encouraging message. I was out there on Twitter. I was literally like, what? Are Jacob and Josh's ats? I want to follow and support them. And then, like a hundred people were like, "Here they are." And I was like, "Thank you, God." <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, we'll be joined by him on Wednesday night. Uh, if you want to hear more from me, you can see me on all social media at Kirsten said what. Uh, there will be more Kowski cast coming. I will be on Twitch.tv/slash Kirsten said what. Um, that's my fall. My fall goal is the Twitch stream. There we go. Uh, and then, Skelly, where are we at for iTunes right now? Do you know? Ooh, let me take a look. But I know that we just passed the ever-elusive 100 ratings, which I know we are thrilled about. Woohoo! And most of them, five stars. Oh. Yes. I think we're actually we're at, at the point where we have 105 stars. We got 105 ratings. Boom, baby! Thank you, everyone, for the ratings and reviews. Please continue to rate and review us. We only accept the five star ratings. The other, <laughs> the others don't count. They just don't count. So if you want your uh, voice to be heard and to count, it has to be five stars. You can say whatever you want in the five star review, but it has <laughs> to be five stars. If it's not five stars, you can't say whatever you want. Can I leave a review? Oh hell yeah! Oh, okay, perfect. So if as long wanted, as it's five stars. Yeah, as long as it's five as stars, it's obviously. <laughs> um, and so the place to do that is robhasawebsite.com slash loveislandpod. It takes you right to the iTunes feed. Just super handy. Uh, and then if you have, like, non-iTunes for podcasts, whatever podcast listener, podcatcher you have, we'll have a way to rate and review. And regardless of what you're listening with, we would appreciate it because we love you guys and it gives us a hit of dopamine when you give us a review. <laughs> More than a bit, but seriously. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I I can't produce it for myself, but you can produce it for me. <laughs> um, oh and so, uh, a thank you to Will from America for our amazing theme song. Thank you to Scott St. Pierre for all his work behind the scenes getting this podcast up and running. And thank you to the patrons of Rob the Podcast. If you would like to hear more about being a patron, go to robhaswebsite.com slash patron. <laughs> thank you. Goodbye. If you're looking for love, well, you've come to the Kirsten and Scally, well they don't know a thing, and the men that they cast on this show are truly a disgrace, so we don't care about the love that might be there, yeah we just want to see the drama. Love Island baby, let me meet you by the pool. <laughs> <laughs>